Welcome to the Elevate Media Podcast with your host, Chris Anderson. In this show, Chris and his guests will share their knowledge and experience on how to go from zero to successful entrepreneur. They have built their businesses from scratch and are now ready to give back to those who are just starting. Let's get ready to learn, grow, and elevate our businesses. And now your host, Chris Anderson. Welcome back to another recording of the Elevate Media Podcast. I am Chris Anderson, your host. And today we're going to dive into a pretty cool story uh, because there's another cool aspect of this. Not only is she an entrepreneur and has been successful doing this, uh, she's been doing it as a single mother and I actually went to school with her. So it's been cool to see, you know, as we've grown, see what she has accomplished and everything she's doing. So Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. For sure. And I think it's been cool to watch your journey too. As I was just talking about, I remember you kind of talking about wanting to do stuff like this and then here you are. Yeah. And how it's shifted even from the, you know, the beginning and um, yeah, it's crazy. And the thing back, you know, high school is however many ages ago it was and (laughs) who would have thought we both would have had businesses and where we're at today. So, you know, with that, like, was hair always kind of something you wanted to do? I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Uh, not necessarily. I think in high school, I kind of struggled with wanting to not be at school. And my adopted mom, she was always encouraging me to like go into hair. She felt like maybe she saw it in me that I would like that kind of stuff. And I just thought it was fun to get out of school and do something outside of sitting in a classroom. So Mm. I went down that path, and then even after beauty school, I thought I wasn't really sure that that's what I wanted to do, but yeah. they encouraged me to start doing it instead of going into debt, so yeah. I did that, and then... Sounds like a good choice from my perspective, because <laughs> uh, I went into debt and then decided to do it, so it's been, yeah, yeah it's been something, but, in, in you know, starting out, you're just kind of cutting hair, I know, and now you've transitioned right into focusing a lot more on coloring or female hair. Is I got that right, or... Right. So I mostly focus on modern like hair color. It's like considered lived in hair color and extensions. Okay. So and a lot of that is due to the pricing of things. Yeah. It's a lot worth it's a lot more like it's worth the price of yeah. Yeah, people right. getting it. Yeah, in your time. Yep. Yeah. And some of those decisions are hard. You know, when you start in certain things, you don't think about that. You know, the pricing, the profit margin, your time. And as we grow, like, you know, that's a big thing because you know, we both have kids and you know, as much time as we get spent with them is better. And, and and so, yeah, knowing what your time is worth and figuring something out that can compensate well enough for that is good. Right. And it's not all about hair, though. Yeah. I feel like I enjoy what I do because with making that my services, it kind of leads me into more like women focused work. And I feel like I like encouraging and inspiring women so i feel like that is also what leads me toward those services too yeah like it's cool because you give people confidence when they have good haircut and then they have the nice hair you know they feel different about themselves i know mine gets all shaggy and scraggly i'm like oh i need a haircut and when i get the haircut it's like oh okay i feel a little bit better so that's really cool so you know you just opened up your boutique what was that transition like going from working you know in someone else's business to starting it out kind of on your own branching out i feel like i wasn't actually ever sure that i necessarily wanted to do that Mm -hmm. 
But I've always kind of been somebody that like has my own ideas on how I want things to be. And I wanted to create my own culture. And I really like positivity and like good energy. And I don't want to be in any spaces that have any type of like negativity. And I really care about the places that I'm in and like how they look. I care about how things look and feel. (laughs) And yeah, so it's just, I've always, after going from all over the place, different salons and everything, I just was like, I want to create a space that feels good to me. And I knew after having Finn and coming back and starting to work at other salons that like when I finally did do something, I was just going to like, make sure that it was like everything that I wanted it to be. Yeah. So it's awesome. I would say that it was kind of just like, it wasn't necessarily easy, but yeah, it's just like the risk that I was willing to take. Yeah, like for sure. And those risks, you, you kind of have to take those in business, you know, sometimes calculated and others, sometimes you just have to go for it. And yeah, I kind of just went for it because yeah. I was, getting into like a negative space and ready for a new environment. So. Yeah. And that, that negativity, that energy is like super important, especially on, you know, early on beginning any part of the journey of building a business. Cause there's so much that comes at you. Um, and you know, doing it as a single mom can't be, you know, it's kind of, it comes with its own set of challenges too, I'm sure. So how have you balanced that, you know, being a single mom and a business owner? I feel like there is a lot, to say about all that yeah but the biggest thing is struggling to find balance with everything i think any business owner struggles with that but having i think even if you're a single mom or not it requires a village to raise children and i'm so thankful for my family i definitely lean on them and wouldn't be able to have the life that i have without them and then also the other people that help me like i have plenty of options as far as helping me out with my son and i would say that also trying to not care about what other people think there's a lot of things that come into like being a business owner and a mom and you know i feel like you have mom guilt and you have to not be concerned about people thinking you are selfish you don't care about your kid as much you care about your business too much you all you care about is yourself so well, none of that's true because I right. pretty much serve others yep. on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, I feel like I do deal with a lot of those type of thoughts and having to just remind myself that I know who I am and yeah. that's really what matters. Yeah. People are going to pass judgment on me. For no sure. What. You know what you're doing it for. And yeah. I think that's a cool thing too about it because Finn's going to see you, your son's going to see you doing this. You know, He's going to see you taking these hurdles and these obstacles head on and building something. You know, what's, how does that make you feel? Or like, what do you think about when you think about him looking up to you in that, that regard? I definitely feel like one thing that is important to me for him is to realize that like, no matter what he wants to do, like I'll always support whatever it is. And that I will, I want him to know that he can do anything that he wants to. And also all my clients and everybody else that I talk to, I feel like that feels to me like the most close thing to my purpose that I can think of is to inspire people to know and be living proof that whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. Yeah. That's really cool. I think in 
Yeah. Have you had any, has he had any, you know, kids say the darndest things, right? Has he had any like things that he said along your journey that made you like, oh, maybe it was a rough time you're going through or something else. And he said something and you're like, oh, that's a great perspective. Has he had any of those moments or anything you can think of? I know it's a good question. Been, like some funny things. I mean, just in general, like out of nowhere, he'll be like, my mom owns a salon or like just but that isn't like anything that's like all oh, but it's just hilarious because yeah. it'll like come out of i mean you could just be sitting there random with somebody you just met and be like <laughs> okay so he's proud of you yeah, that's that's cool yeah that's awesome and um also just i do talk to him daily and stuff and my parents the other day said that he was like i can handle it like it was a situation at school and I just thought that was cute. And yeah. I was like, oh, I know that's because I give him like pep talks. He has a hard time at school and stuff. So I was just like, I'm always like, you got this, you yeah. figure it out. Like you've got to figure out how to handle other people. Like mm-hmm. this is how life is hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that is, that's awesome. And it's neat to see that. Uh, and it's, it's definitely, you know, something different. Like, I'd grown up, I didn't have entrepreneurs as parents. I mean, they, they did things. My mom started a soccer club. Dad did little things. But like, I don't know, to see it kind of like from our kids' eyes sometimes. Like if if I take a step back and and to see how they're, it's different. Life's different. For sure. Like I know you mentioned earlier, like you were adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, has that shaped you today as, as a business owner? I know obviously it shaped you in some way, but has it played a part into your entrepreneurship journey? I definitely think so. Yeah. I think that everything in life is important as far as shaping you for like where you're meant to go. Um, I would say that it's kind of like the mindset stuff that I've heard you talk about in your podcast. Like since I've been probably my son's like before my son's age, I remember being with my biological parents and thinking that I didn't want to be like them. So I feel like in looking back at life in general, I you can choose to like be a victim or be like an overcomer. And I've always, I've never felt like a victim to my circumstances. So with that being said, I think that because I've always wanted to overcome, I've never thought of any other options. And I've always thought like, I'm thankful for, everything that's ever happened to me because it's made me feel like I'm a strong person. And with that, Mm. I feel like because of the strength that I have gained through the hardships that I've been through, it also keeps me from being as scared. I don't feel scared to do things. Like I definitely am not afraid to take risks and chances because at the end of the day, like. Well, sure, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Right. Keep moving on. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I think with that too, like there is, you know, mental fortitude we have to develop as in, in life in general, but as a business owner, but for you personally, like when things do get tough and like when you get to, because we all have, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting a journey, there are going to be days that just suck. <laughs> like, there's going to be days that just are terrible and you're what you're going to want to throw the talent. Um, so when you have those moments, like what kind of gets you back on track of like, no, I'm, I'm going to keep pushing on, I'm going to overcome this and keep moving forward. Yeah, I definitely was thinking about this. Um, I feel like I have my own little tools and the first one I would say would be mindset. 
um, every time that I start to have negative thoughts, I just make it, turn it back around, yeah. learn, like, because I feel like you can't have negative and positive together. So yeah. as soon as I start to have negative feelings and thoughts, I try to think about what I'm thankful for. And this is a little off topic, but even when it comes to like you talking about running and stuff, you know, I'm awful at running, but I love to work out and yeah. CrossFit and stuff. Yeah. And there's a running involved sometimes. And when I'm doing those things, I mean, I will actually be physically running and dying. And I'm like, I'm for my life. Yep. For and for life. <laughs> like, I will just go through. Yeah. Like, I, I cannot allow myself to be like, I can't like, do this. Yeah. So it, that is one of the things. But the next tools that I use are like working out. I feel like that is one of the things that mentally keeps me in the right mindset. Um which goes along with the last point. Yeah. Um, but knowing that you can like push yourself through things and gaining that like strength mentally, it's really mental for me. There obviously there are physical benefits, but working out is something that I prioritize and that goes along with another tool, which is mm. each day, like I prepare for each day, knowing that like working out is a priority. And some days I don't get to, but in those days, I always have like my bag packed in case I can work out. I have my food packed. I have my water packed. I have all fin stuff packed. Like, I mean, each day is a whole like, you know, it's set. Yeah. The day. Yeah. And then having faith is another tool. Knowing like in whatever you believe in that everything is happening for a reason. And then it's setting you up for like your greater purpose i guess yeah i think those are great and yeah the working out thing especially leg day it's always a word i like i always have it i'm like i can skip today you know i've done good the rest of the week but it's like doing that hard thing it's it's like a quote i heard the other day was uh and i'm gonna butcher it i'm probably just gonna paraphrase but the difference between dedication and motivation like motivation you know you do when you feel good and that but the dedication is it you do it no matter what and, and it's like sure. a sure. non-negotiable type thing and so that's kind of it reminded me like, yeah, I might not be motivated to do it, but I'm going to be disciplined and do what has to be done regardless of how I feel sometimes. Yeah, I would say when you talk about being a single mom, business owner, all those things, if I lived based off of how motivated I felt each day, I wouldn't wouldn't be doing. Yep. Because I can promise you I get my son to bed, stay up late because I finally get a moment to myself because all day I work with people and then I find myself up too late. Then I have to get up, make him breakfast, pack all our stuff as I just talked about. And then it just goes on and on and on and on. And every day there's no really breaks or anything. It's definitely, uh, that's why you have to lean into faith too, is just know that like you can't be doing, you're not becoming an entrepreneur to have free to, for fun right like, yeah i think like yeah i think younger generations sometimes are like for instance in my field it's like oh, being a hairstylist would be fun like it, they it see all be, the positive things on social media yeah, and not the real stuff yeah yeah no idea which, yeah. hairstyling can be fun yeah but if you're wanting to do your own business and you want to do the social media and you want to do all the things i mean there's just so many things that go involved yeah yeah 
And it, yeah, people in, I think in any industry, they, they just see the picture perfect stuff. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's a lot of sucky, sucky days, bad things that you have to deal with and go through. And yeah. So, you know, and it's funny because you mentioned working out as something that helps you with your, your focus, your mindset, your dedication to get through things. And, you know, before we got into the recording, you mentioned you got a new set of golf clubs. Uh, man, golf, I'm terrible. But that has been something actually surprisingly that's helped me with my mindset as far as like patience goes and like helped me even in my self-talk grow a lot more than I, than I realized I needed to keep working on it because yeah, exactly. I have you go more and throwing clubs out there. So I, you know, is, have you found anything like that with golf too? For sure. I definitely think when you bring up negative self-talk, I was like, wow, I didn't really think about that when it comes to golf. But I am really bad at negative self-talk when it comes to golf because I'm like, you're awful every time. But yeah, I I enjoy I enjoy seeing how when you do stuff, you gradually get better. And it doesn't matter what it is, like yeah, running, yeah. golf, like business. Yeah gaining muscles like yeah. you can't i think that's one thing too with working out is in my industry like you could come in and i could make you look different and it's kind of like an instant gratification thing but with working out mindset healing all those type of things that takes that's not an overnight fix no. and there's no way you can fake that no though so. you gotta put in the work yeah yeah and then it correlates to business as well and it's a right. great correlation because yeah you just gotta put in the work and there's no overnight you look at these successful, you know, I look at like Grant Cardone, billionaire type people and overnight success was like decades of work. Yes. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just, I'm just a couple of years into it. We're all right. Oh yeah. And even I personally feel that way. I mean, it's so hard not to compare myself to people online. Oh yeah. I see girls that are younger than me that online, it looks like they're so much more successful than me. And I'm like, what? is happening how are they already with like multiple salons and everything and i just lost my train of thought no it's okay yeah i think i mean when we look at it when we see that it's hard not to compare ourselves you know i because i see the same thing i'm like like it looks good and we i think it might not even look as good as we think it does but i think our mind just says oh that they must be doing amazing way better than me when it's just i think uh probably a self-conscious saying in the back of my mind, at least personally, like not to worry about it. Just, Hey, good job. Keep it up. And it's a hard, it's a hard thing to, because we see it all the time, social media, all that constantly, just the good, the perfect stuff. So I, I get you. It's, I know what I lost yeah. on my train of thought was that, um, like I've done hair since, mm-hmm. you know, since we've been in high school. Yeah. So I, I forget how many years that is though, but um, it's oh, quite a bit. Yeah. So, I think when people now look at me, I think it's because I've been more active on social yeah. lately. Mm-hmm. Been trying to really <laughs> pose on social. Yeah. Uh, so people now, only because of that, are like, wow, you're doing so awesome, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I think I'm kind of the same, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but to yeah. them, it looks this way, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I say like so much. But I've been doing hair for really like Yeah. It's been yeah. Fifteen years or so. Yeah. So to others it looks like all of a sudden I'm so successful mm-hmm. and 
I feel like I'm like a veteran in the chair. I'm like, it's been a long, long time. Yeah. I've been doing this a long time. And that's that kind of, there's almost like a flipped side to that too. Like, because you mentioned people negatively talking to you about what you're doing, like, oh, you're spending too much time in the business or whatever, because they don't see everything. They only see the external. And a lot of times, you know, those people who are, are putting out that negativity, it's really because, you know, what you're doing is making them feel bad about themselves because they're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm just late. I'm lazy or I'm sitting around or I didn't follow my dreams. And so it's like kind of coming up and that's how they do it is like spinning yeah. it back on you. I really try. My goal with people is to really encourage them to like see their full potential. I just hate when, well, you know, in the town we live in <laughs> or that we're from. Yeah. It's a factory town and so many people are factory workers, yep. stuff like that. And it just makes me sad that so many people kind of settle, in my opinion, for that lifestyle yeah. because there's a lot of depression and oh, yeah. negativity involved. And I'm just like, you can do anything. How would you want to do that? Right. So I yeah. really try to encourage people and, set, and I feel like I do get a lot of that type of stuff. Um, or maybe just even women that are, mm. I hate to say this, it's not like a slam against men, but okay. so many women are really not happy in their lives and they just feel like, even if they don't admit it to me, I just know that they are, you know, and, or maybe men too, but I yeah. talk primarily to, to women. women. Right. No, it's And based off of the situation that they're in, maybe marriage, kids, all the things, you know, not very many people feel confident enough to make changes or um, think that they're capable of doing everything on their own. I think right. many of us have a lot of traumas and things that keep us from feeling like we can be independent and we're more codependent on other people. Right. I mean, I've found myself there many times, but um, I just think I try to really help women know, like, you can. I try to encourage, but I still get the, yeah, I still deal with the stuff that I, but some of that's probably, you know, I think sometimes it's us that yeah. does that stuff to ourselves oh, too. Yeah. Maybe one person has said, mm -hmm. you're selfish. And then, you know, that's the one thing that you can't get out of your Yeah. Head. Yeah. Trying to let that go for sure. I think it's because we care. Yeah. And so we, we put too much into that, but you know, and I think it's, it's cool that you are like, Again, kind of going back to kids with business, like for Finn, like you're showing like independence, like, you know, we can, you can do things on your own. Like you don't have to rely on other people as you're doing. And, you know, I mean, do you foresee yourself? Like, are you out there looking for somebody else or are you like, I'm cool. We're good. That's a hard topic. Yeah. But yeah, I think one day I would love to have a family. Yeah. It's just right now my life feels like, I don't have time for that. I mean, between I get off work and working out, it's like almost like if you choose one thing, then there's not time. I mean, yeah. I barely have time to like have a thought to myself in a day a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I thought about this podcast yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, I'll have friends that are like, oh, what are you wearing to this or that? And I'm just, come on. Like, I haven't even thought about tomorrow yet. And a lot of times in my day, like, I won't even know who my clients are the next day because I have to live, I really have to live my life. Like, in the moment. Day to day. Yeah. Because I can't 
I mean, there's just so much stuff. I'm sure you know you have multiple kids and like, a business and a family and things to keep up with in house and dogs, right? Yeah. So there's so many things. Like yeah. I have one cat, a dog, like, a business, a house. I mean, yeah, that doesn't sound like a ton, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, no, yeah. No, How does everybody really... get all the tasks done? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that. So that happens. Adulting is. Not all it was cracked of it. Right. It's something, that's for sure. Yeah, to try to have that harmony with everything is, you know, and we, we kind of mentioned balance earlier, and you, I I always kind of, like, say, maybe not balance, but because there is so much. Like, you can't juggle everything. We drop something. So, like, having that harmony of, like, you know, however that can be, whether it be incorporating family into the business somehow, like having them be a part of it or whatever that looks like. I mean, it's still a learning process, but just balance is hard I so I always tell people just look for harmony like definitely just let it flow I think to I think you spoke on it or maybe I heard other people speak on it taking time for yourself and that's another part where working out comes into play for me and I know everybody has their different things but Mm -hmm. I really value like my time alone and being well I don't really have a lot of time but I mean even if it's when like always get my nails done yeah. or when Finn sleeps yeah. or working out, sometimes he goes with me to work out. Yeah. But, you know, those times where I get like thoughts to myself, they really like mean so much to me because I can mm-hmm. feel like I can like get grounded and like really think about the next day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because <laughs> what is vacation, right? What's vacation? Yeah. yeah. So I think that, and that's, it's just, it's always, it's, it's a, like, it's always a challenge. It's always trying to figure that harmony out. I think because it changes day to day. Like, you know, we had Everett and finally got in a routine with him and stuff. Then we had Riley came and get in a routine with him. And then Hannah went back to school. And so the whole new routine, it's, like, it's just constant. You know, I think entrepreneurs are really good, or they should be at least to adapt and be flexible with things because tomorrow could look a whole different way. So, but so what did, I mean, what what big guy? What big goals do you have? You know, with business, is it to stay in this? You want to have you scale to multiple locations? Like, what do you truly like want with it? So, I do think that with business, that is the number one things you should know. And I think as a person, I actually struggle with yeah. having all the decisions. And I truly do believe that I can go anywhere with anything that I want. Yeah. And I almost get like. I don't know what word to use. Like, I get stuck there. Okay. Um, But I... Like, you have the goal, you have the dreams, but you, you, the no getting to that? Exactly which one, Okay. Which thing? Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, do I want more employees? I have mm-hmm. one stylist right now. And I think that it's really hard for me personally to manage others. Yeah. I have a lot of expectations and it's just stuff I've learned about myself working with others in salons. Yeah. Um, in the salon, in the salon business world, there's commission and there's booth rent. Okay. So there's two different business models. So it would be like, would I want a commission salon? Would I want a booth rent salon? And then when you have a commission salon, you have more control, which I would probably like something like that better, just because you can like say you need to like present yourself this yeah. way yeah. be professional when you do booth rent it's kind of you're your own person and yeah. you get to kind of do what you want and i feel like 
in those type of settings, that's the setting I wanted to work in because you could do your thing. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. But with that being said, there is a very large variation of people Bull. doing their own thing. Yeah. And what that means for them. Mm. So I don't like that vagueness. Yeah. And because of that, it makes me think that maybe I just want to focus on my goals and yeah. maybe having an assistant. And maybe if I like began to build a salon and if it turned into more, I think I'll start with one assistant, building them into the stylist that I would want them to be and see how that goes. And in the meantime, focus on building like my own brand, mm. which I feel like I would like to get more into like inspirational like oh. stuff, mm -hmm. motivational stuff. Um, I love fitness, but I won't be doing like personal training or anything like that. Just more like social media, yeah, influencer type, yeah, things like that. And then maybe get picked up by brands yeah. or things like that. Even if it was in the hair industry, yeah, like, but not necessarily like just hair because mm. I do enjoy like beauty, but I feel one reason when I became a hairstylist that I kept wanting to go back to school and all this stuff is because I just felt so limited when it was like you're a hairstylist it's like I want to be like so much more than just a hairstylist so I have a lot of goals yeah. and they just go oh I mean I think yeah. that is why like being an entrepreneur I actually wrote about that yeah something that I wanted to say was I don't like being like confined at all mm -hmm. like when it comes to working for other people yep. and as an entrepreneur it just allows there to not be like any cap on what you can do yeah. and so opening my own salon just right now i just have me and one other girl but and i don't even know like i said if i want to have a bigger space or want to do more with that right i just like knowing that like no matter where what direction i can go there's nobody telling me that I can or can't do anything. Exactly. So. Yeah. And that's, that's why I, I mean, took this journey because I was tired of people to tell what my time was worth and what I could do with it. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I mean, there's so many directions we can take, like in a lot of different industries, there's so many options. It's like figuring out, like you already talked about, like you figured things out about yourself, which help you kind of maneuver the path of where you want to end up, which is good. That's, that's a great awareness to have because like a lot of times if we don't do that and we end up going who knows where, where everyone else is telling us going. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I wish I could have known a little bit more about. And I've probably only started to really heal and learn this stuff in the last, what, five years? Maybe after having Finn, thank you. But I don't think I really knew myself. Like when I think back to even high school up through now, like I've had so many phases of like, was I a punk? Was I this? Was I that? Like, I mean, I just was all over the boards and not even just like in style, just, just like in general, like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. Like, she'd always get me in trouble in class talking to me. And so I don't know. <laughs> that still doesn't change. You know, those things don't change. Some things don't change. <laughs> Some things don't change, which is all right. That's okay. So, um, you know, I know you, through this, you've mentioned a couple of times about healing through things. You know, is there some, something, what are some of the things that you've had to heal through to get to where you are now? So we've talked about the adoption. So as a child, I grew up pretty much homeless, 
with a single dad who was a drug addict. So he was like completely neglectful. So I pretty much raised myself and didn't really, but none of that felt like I didn't know that actually. It's actually really an interesting perspective at this point in my life to realize how growing up as a child and like when I see other kids, they have no idea. Like realizing how they truly have no idea like what their life is like in comparison to other people because I never knew until I came to Indiana how bad my life was. That's just what you knew. That was all I knew. Mm. So that was actually probably a blessing in disguise, you know, because I didn't realize that I was in a bad situation. Anyways, fast forward to I got into like middle school age and then I was starting to feel frustrated in who my dad even was. And I started to see, I just started to notice more. Um, And then some of the positions that I was put in, I was starting to get to where I was at age where it was feeling uncomfortable and I didn't want to be involved in the situations he was putting us in and not having a, like, it just was like, I know that I should have a home at this point and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I wanted more for myself at that age. So I told him that I wanted to leave. And then my Chanel, which is my adopted mom, Mm -hmm. she moved to Indiana. And long story short, in the course of a couple of years, I ended up telling my dad, like, he didn't have a choice, which he did have a choice. But, you know, that's always fitting for my person. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm going, no matter what you say, like, I'm going to leave you and I'm going to... Indiana. And then from that, that's hard too. transitioning from kind of raising yourself to then going into a family and then adding siblings. I have an adopted brother and sister. Uh, I had never lived with anybody else. I was pretty neglected and only child. So, you know, a completely different dynamic Mm. from nobody caring about you to everybody caring about you and being a very strong willed person. Um, some of the healing you're talking about is that's a lot right there. But then shortly, then my dad decided to commit suicide. And I also vividly kind of remember actually even thinking that I wish my dad, like Mm. a really bad thought that kind of haunts me is like thinking, I wish my dad would just like kill himself. And then he did. So I feel like that was a huge thing to heal over. Yeah, And then Due to a lot of childhood trauma and that trauma, and then my mother never was really involved in my life, it leaves you with a lot of, like, wounds. And after all that, I think because of those wounds, it left me feeling less than. So I've always kind of made some bad, I've made a lot of bad choices through life. And sometimes the people that I was around, and I've also had good friends through all of it, too. But I've made decisions that haven't always put me in the best positions that have ended up making me have more trauma. So just bad relationships, um, stuff like that. I got too much into partying at one point, drinking, things that I, when I see other people's lifestyles, going down that path now I actually feel sad like I'm not perfect and I still will have drinks and stuff but 
and I don't think I'm better than anybody. But I know how like dark of a place that you can go there and I just hate seeing that. So healing for me is a lot of things, but yeah, that that gives you a little example of some of them. And then the all of parenthood, motherhood, having a kid, not him not having his dad in his life at all, that kind of stuff is a lot too. Feeling less like that gives me a lot of uh, guilt and shame as a parent. You still deal with that? Yeah, because like we haven't got down the road of like what what what's that going to mean later? Mm. Like he doesn't. He just knows his life with me, and like the discussions we have at this point are like you. Some every family is different. Like some people have two moms, two dads. Some people have a mom and a dad. Like yeah. you just have a mom and. He hasn't really questioned that right now, but we are definitely on the verge of, mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be seven in December. So uh, yeah, that's going to come up. And I'm never, I think no matter what in life, the biggest thing is to be honest with people. Mm-hmm. So I just have to figure out how to navigate yeah. that with him and be honest, because as a parent, it would kill you for your kid to think less than of themselves because of things that i feel like are my fault you know yeah it's not my fault that his dad doesn't want to be in his life i'd run it of bad life choices that i made that made me meet his dad that you know there yeah no i get you yeah that'll be i mean it's a lot of things you have to navigate in the moment basically and just kind of prepare for as much as you can i'm curious and has there been ever any communication from your mom at all trying to reach out or connect with you or is there anything there or just kind of yes, i do speak my mom and i have sisters that live in louisiana and i do speak to them and i don't have any hard feelings like i tell her all the time to just forgive herself over mm. you know everything yeah. i think me being the age that i am now and being able to look back and see all the things like i know that she also has her own struggles and if anything i wish she would just forgive herself for mm everything so that she can be the best version of herself. I still talk to her. Yeah. Okay. Over the phone. Yeah. I talk to both of, all of them over the phone. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it sure is. And, you know, just knowing you in high school and, and now like just what you've done is amazing. It's, it's awesome to see. And yeah, everything you come through and it's crazy to, and it's nice to hear people say that stuff because when you think of yourself and I think the same of you, like, wow, it's so cool to see how people have like, turned out to be um but we don't think that of ourselves or i don't for myself yeah. i'm still just like i don't know why can't i get it where I, I don't know yeah, I don't like know. why can't it be there faster why can't it get to that level faster i don't know <laughs> yeah i just feel like I, I i do know i put a lot of pressure on myself and i'm just like want to be better and i want to be better and i want to be better and i think i made a post not that long ago it's like where does that where do you finally feel like you've you've made it you know yeah. and I there was this girl in the salon and she is like a big YouTube person. She has a huge following. She makes her living off of YouTube. Wow. And I had asked her like because in my eyes I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Living a life like nice life off of YouTube. Uh I was like, do you feel like you've made it? And she said as far as like being able to support myself and like her husband in their living finances yes but she said that 
even with that, she feels like she's doing the worst possible thing that she could be doing for her mental health. Wow. Because of social media. So no. it's just interesting perspective. Like in our, I'm looking at it like, man, it seems like you almost have it all. Like, cause you're yeah. looking like you're not having to go. I mean, I know that you have to work. I see firsthand how much work yeah. all this type of stuff is, but it's like, how cool. Like mm-hmm. you get to record videos and post videos for your job. And yeah. she's saying that she has so much like fear and anxiety and mental health issues because of all the mean people on I mean people just taking it yeah yeah people do it's like it doesn't matter how much good stuff all you think about is the yeah negative she speaks louder trolls yeah that are saying evil things and mm-hmm. people telling you to like she has people that say stuff like you know kill yourself and all kinds of stuff and then it's out there yeah it really is it's a it's a rough one and like having kids and having to na- navigate that in the future I'm like oh yeah, stay with it as long as you can. That's yep. But, well, Courtney, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation. It's been cool to be able to sit down with you and do this and learn more about your journey and uh, everything you've, you know, overcome and everything you've done. It's just cool to be able to highlight that and share. And, uh, and I'm sure it's motivated and inspired a lot of people listening and watching this. So, you know, as we, we wrap up, you know, what would be maybe three things if you were to talk to someone who's just starting on their journey to, you know, start their own business what would you kind of give them as like three tips or, or motivational things? I would say one of the things we hit on was knowing your why. Mm-hmm. And another thing would be knowing your goals mm-hmm. and then take the risks and continuously like build off of the courage that you get from each little step that you take. So making one step forward every day. I say that all the time. That's awesome. And that's huge. You know, that, that 1% better each day, one step forward. I think it's a huge thing to be reminded of. And so, um, again, I appreciate you sharing being on the show today. Yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Excited. Yeah. And if you're watching this and you know, somebody's starting their journey, uh, or might need a little bit more motivation, share this with them. Share this out into your social media so we can help more people together. Uh, but until next time, go out there, elevate your life, elevate your brand. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Media Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. See you in the next episode.